Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! morning three dudes with a view i am del kennedy welcome in um we got a lot going on today and we're going to talk about it we've got representative scott Sapecki with us and uh he's going to bring some news to us that uh, things out of nashville that affect us from state government my name is del kennedy i am dude number three dude number two clayton harris is going to be a few minutes late he's on the way dude number one mr jim york how you doing good morning del good morning everybody and let's see, Mike, do we have Ron Hart? Uh, we're working on him in. He's just about in. All right. We're going to regular special guest dude, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart, is about to join us, as he does every Tuesday. And we enjoy his company. Ron Hart, you there? He's still connecting. Okay. Should be up. Ron Hart, you there, man? I'm here. I'm here. Good morning. Ron Lake Hart, favorite, favorite son of Columbia. How you guys doing? Regular special guest dude. And also we have with us as our guest, friend of the station, uh, Representative Scott Sapecki, representing Columbia and Eastern Murray County. Representative Sapecki, how you doing? Good morning, everybody. All right, folks. Biden yesterday had uh, to his ceremony signing the Defense of Marriage Act, which is an act designed to... Uh, protect those or enshrine the rights of uh, same-sex couples to be married uh, he had a non-binary drag queen now you know i don't know all this stuff but what does a non-binary drag queen have to do with marriage do they even get married let me help you here okay thanks, um, Ron. <laughs> it's fine if you want to have a symbolic Appointment, right? Democrats are all. All right, we got a little. Yeah, we got an internet hiccup there. We've lost Ron. Must not be the truth, so it just cut him off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. York. <laughs> wow. Talk about a softball, Mr. York. Yeah, so much for fiber. Uh, and I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about... The devil don't like the liars. <laughs> well, Mr. York, can you explain why you... I mean, like I said, I may, not, I may not be up on all the... Uh, on, on exactly what a non-binary drag queen is, but uh, Ron, are you back? Anyway, if you want to see, hear his side of the story, he'll be performing at an elementary school near you pretty soon. Ron, you keep freezing up. Where are you? Where are you today? You should have good internet. 
But if you want to see this guy outside the store, the non-binary guy that got fired, he will be performing at an elementary pretty soon. All right, Ron, you do you do keep breaking up. Hopefully that connection will improve. Uh, we're on fiber on this end, and uh, where where are you today? Yeah, I'm in Chattanooga. Get a good internet connection. Should be good. Let me let me try to. I don't know what the deal is. Let me check. Well, maybe it's just some of those things that comes and goes. But Delk, I hadn't heard nothing about that. Mm-hmm. I know the signing is supposed to take to take place today, but uh, I hadn't heard anything about a drag queen and all that crap they all come up with. Or you don't. You won't watch the news. You watch. You watch. The I watch news you, you watch all the time. I you watch, watch news all the time. Well, you know, I yeah, you, So it's not a major story when the Department of Energy head of nuclear waste gets arrested. For stealing, oh yeah, that didn't make MSNBC or CBS or That's CNN. Non, yeah, the non-binary kleptomaniac. Uh, but I don't understand. You know, I would have expected a same-sex couple or two to be invited to the ceremony for the Defense of Marriage Act. But uh, I don't. I mean, maybe I'm just naive. I don't understand what a non-binary drag queen's got to do with it. But, <laughs> Well, the major league uh, baseball player came out with his uh, partner, and they're gonna hook up and get married. Well, yeah, no, I, you know, if they if they'd had the baseball player and his partner, I, I would get yeah. that. You know, that that seems that seems to be appropriate. Yeah, did uh, they say who the pitcher and you, the catcher were? That you, you, you know how I feel about it. I am not for same sex marriage. You're not. It's, it, I'm not personally. If people want to do it. Let them do it. I'm not into it. It's none of my business. Stay out of it. It doesn't make sense. So you're against it. I'm, I'm not against it. it but but Look if at me they want to do it, I'm saying if they want to do it, that's that's on them. But I'm not into that personally. So it's none of my business. Stay out of it. None well, of government's think, business either. I think government doesn't have a role in this at all. I mean, uh, it should when you be. Pass I, I was laws, early on same-sex marriage 17, 20 years ago when, when Obama was against it. When and Clinton you, was against it. When you try to pass laws to prevent people from their freedoms, True. it makes sense. Uh, Mr. Republicans I, think, believe. I think we're basically agreeing with you here. Uh, or maybe completely agreeing with you. No reason they shouldn't be as miserable as the rest of us. <laughs> All right. Representative Scott Spicky has got to get up to Nashville. And, uh, Ron, you may not have been here. Our our state representative, Scott Spicky, is with us, and he represents Columbia and eastern Murray County in the Tennessee State House. Uh, we're just a few weeks away from a the convening of a new General Assembly in Nashville, and there's a lot going on. Scott Spicky, what's happening, man? Well, first of all, I'd like to say thanks for coming on this show today with this interesting conversation to start the day off. I really appreciate that. Um, and also, uh, you know, you did text me the uh, photo of your Christmas tree that's up in your house now, so you're no longer Scrooge. Yeah, the elves finally got that done. <laughs> a, a little browbeating never hurts. Uh, we are 27 days away from the convening of the 113th General Assembly. Uh, a couple updates I want to give you on some stuff that's being worked on right now so you won't be blindsided by it. First of all, let's talk about TDOT. The bypass on Highway 43 has been completed by TDOT. You'll see all the new paving out there, close to about four miles worth of new paving on that. The um, Highway 31 that I got stuck in traffic yesterday because I wasn't heeding my own warning, um, they are trying to finish that paving up before the weather changes on us so we can get that all done and that, and that project completed also. Uh, the Bear Creek Interchange, 
If you go out to the Bear Creek Interchange and you are going to turn north on that new ramp that's going to be completed here shortly, that should be paved and ready to go so they can start the deconstruction of the northbound entry on on the Bear Creek on 65 where the loop around is. If you head north, they're going to start to tear down that. So be, be ready for uh, changes in traffic patterns here coming up shortly. And then lastly, if you could drive north on 65 and it kind of pertains to us with traffic, the Buckner Road interchange is getting to a point where they're going to start to lay the girders across the interstate. When that happens, there'll be traffic closures and traffic uh, interruptions there. So look for that to happen uh, in, the, in the nighttime when traffic is at its lowest so they can get those girders across the interstate. Uh, working with the county commission on the Duck River protection, uh, we are st- still working with TDEC and Murray County to figure out how they want to attack that to make sure that, number one, we protect the most biodiverse river in the world, and, number two, protect our water supply for the future uh, of, of Murray County and southern middle Tennessee. So there'll be more to come on that. But what might that involve, Scott? I uh, don't know. Uh, we've had some conversations with, with at the state level. Do we want to put some state overlays on, on the protection of the duck? But then that takes away control of the Duck River and what goes on at, at the local level. Or do we just handle it at the local level like we did 10 years ago with the Duck River resolution to protect it? So that's what's... That's that's what the county commission is trying to work through. Uh, myself and Senator Hensley are just trying to give them all the different options available to them uh, from the state, and then they're going to have to decide what they want to do. At anything at the state level, Senator Hensley and I will be happy to carry and, 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 and try to pass for Murray County. And some 20, 25 years ago, I believe the state designated the Duck River as a scenic river. That's, that's true. From the Iron Bridge Road all the way uh, east back to the interstate, but that 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 part of Duck River is all under governmental control with TWRA. Correct. So there's no building on that part. What Murray County is looking at right now is from the Industrial Park Bridge to the uh, Hick- Hickman County line. Okay. So there is the potential of development out there, so they got to work through all those different nuances. Got it. Uh, we are working, c- continually to working on the impact fee. We'll have that bill filed here shortly and trying to gain more support for that. There's also been an alternative proposal, which is very interesting, that we're working on right now. And what the alternative proposal is based out of the states of Texas and Florida about how they pay for their growth. And the best part about their idea of what, of, of what they're bringing to the table is that the county and the city have zero risk in infrastructure, none. No, no payment responsibility for the new infrastructure, zero. The builders and the people that buy the new construction are the ones that will pay for that new infrastructure because of the growth of Murray County. So it's a very interesting proposal where Murray County has no risk. The current residents of Murray County and the government has no risk to to growth in our county because it'll be it'll be funded as I believe you had uh, Gabe Howard on here a few days ago about right. about growth paying for growth. It's a unique proposal that that growth does pay for growth one one hundred percent. So we'll be working on that. Does that include schools? Yes. Oh wow. Yes. Um, on TDOT, we're, uh, in the State of the State address from Governor Lee, please watch that because there's a major, major topic coming up of paying for infrastructure in Tennessee. Uh, we're one of six states in the country that does not borrow for our roads. Uh, we pay as we have the money to, to put them out there, but we are falling behind. And Governor Lee's, as you've seen, has the proposal where we're possibly going to invoke some type of toll roads with private partnerships, uh, p- private um, public partnerships to build toll roads in Tennessee, uh, kind of like you have in Atlanta, where you can you can bypass all the traffic if you want to pay for it. So give an option there. But state of the state, great idea by the way. That's worked really well in Atlanta. They gave a Matthews company a private contractor an incentive to build it, and they got like the first uh, percent of the revenues until they got paid back in a reasonable return. That got done really quick. 
Yeah, and and they and Ron, you know that those those public private partnerships do work well, and they're more yeah. cost effective than government doing it. Yeah, they give you a sign to let you know what works. So you go to Nashville, they'll give you a sign. They'll say, okay, they've got Express Lane in Nashville. It costs you a buck eighty because it's crowded or 40 cents when it's not crowded. Or, you know, you just make a decision when you get on the highway at some point if you're willing to pay three bucks, if it's really, if it saves you 40 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a great, great option for people to have. Uh, two bills that have already been filed by myself. One is House Bill 3. Chandler Anderson used to be someone who came on came on the radio with you guys, right? Yeah. Chandler Anderson uh, got with me about protecting health care workers in Tennessee. Yeah, he had an incident at his clinic. Correct. And we're going to run a bill. Currently, nurses are protected under assault, and we're going to expand that to health care providers so that all health care providers will be pr- protected of, a, of, of someone who assaults them, and, and there'll be a little bit st- stiffer fines with that and okay. penalties. Uh, House Bill 7 was a bill I just filed. Um, it's been through a survey of, this, of the uh, teachers around Tennessee. Uh, currently, the classroom material stipend for our teachers is $200. Uh, we're going to bump that up to $500 from surveying the teachers. Most teachers are paying anywhere from 500 to $700 for their classroom materials, so we thought it was time to adjust that number to make it more relevant to today's numbers, and we're going to run that bill, House Bill 7. Uh, you know I'm big in education. I know it's a shocker, but we are working on some things in education. Uh, the attendance issues where uh, districts are being penalized for uh, kids who are sent home on, under suspension is dinging them in their report card and making them look poor. Um, standards review, age appropriateness for first grade, daycare stipends for our teachers, and then uh, other things with higher ed to make sure that we're trying to supply as many teachers as possible. And lastly, I uh, want to appreciate the uh, teachers of Cornersville, Marshall, Marshall County, Smyrna, Memphis, and uh, Lisa Ventura for meetings with all the superintendents in southeast or south, southern middle Tennessee as we work to try to make education as good as we can. So that's a whirlwind tour of Nashville in about two minutes. And uh, I'll keep going and keep fighting for you, and we'll see you next time it comes around. Okay, well, stick around if you can, Scott. All right, let's take a break and come back. Middle Tennessee have returned to Parks Motor Sales again and again because they get the best vehicles and service possible. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for options. New Buicks, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and more. Then stop by 919 Nashville Highway, test drive a Buick, and see why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, 
GarbageManInc.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Is your family looking for a new primary health care provider, or did you wake up feeling poorly? Give Northside Medical Professionals a call. We also have facial gift cards available for Christmas gifts. We have two Columbia locations to serve you on Nashville Highway and Trotwood Avenue. We have same-day walk-in spots available, and we are taking new patients. Our caring staff is ready to help you with all your health care needs. Call 540-4210 or visit northsidemedicalprofessionals.com today. We are back. Three dudes with a view. I am dude number three, Dale Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris is with us now. I am here. Good morning, everybody. All right. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest dude, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. All right. And State Representative Scott Sapecki, friend of the station and uh, representative for Columbia and Eastern Murray County in the Tennessee State House. Good morning, Good morning. Scott. Good morning, everybody. All right. Let's see now, Scott. You were, did you want to, you brought you brought some performance numbers along with you? Is that something you wanted to discuss this morning? No, not really. Okay, no, all right. All right. It's not good. We'll stay away. Let's from keep that. everybody in the good. It's, it's not good. All right. We'll you know, uh, uh, let, let me say this about it real quick, and I'll be quick because I've got to head to Nashville for meetings. Um, we are not where we need to be in the state of education in Tennessee. We all know that. We all know that we're not performing at the levels that we need to perform at. Um, we need to seriously look at what we're asking our teachers to do and what our kids are to learn. 
We need to make sure that, that the standards are grade level appropriate. We need to make sure that they are identified as foundational and advanced. And an on-track student in Tennessee would be a student that has mastered the foundational principles of that grade level. Not the advanced, but the foundational principles so that they can build on that. Uh, we are working on the retention bill, um, trying to tweak that. Uh, and I do not believe, and I, I don't think I would support anything that, that does away with the third grade retention line in the sand. But I think if you're waiting to determine whether or not a kid is on track by third grade, you are three grade levels too late. Let me ask you a question because I hear this a lot. These kids are getting pushed through, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, they're getting paid. Is there any type of formula or way that people are getting paid or the, the county's getting paid based on graduation numbers? Uh, they don't get paid off of graduation numbers, but they stay in the good graces of the state. Okay. Why would they be in bad graces of the state if they don't? Say there's a senior and he doesn't pass government or something like that as senior year. Why wouldn't they be in good graces with the state when the student didn't do the work? So to answer your, your short question there is, I wasn't there when the bill was passed. Gotcha. And okay. I, don't, I don't like that. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, it, I want a piece of paper to mean something. Sure. That you have con- completed the, the tasks that were assigned to you and you've passed them because, I mean, I have a degree from the University of Wisconsin. Trust me, I had to take tests and pass them to get the degree. Right. You don't want your doctor being passed along. You want your doctor to be able to do what he's supposed to sure. do. And so um, we've gotten into this thing of trying to placate um, federal and state bureaucrats to make us feel good. We want a 90% graduation rate. Well, that's wonderful. And guess what we have? We have a 90% graduation rate. But it's not real. No, because we have the highest retention. We have the highest remedial coursework in our colleges and universities right now that we've ever had. Uh, our community college graduation rate is 51% with free college. Free college. Uh, higher education. So four-year colleges. They base a four-year degree off of a six-year graduation rate. Oh, wow. Give you six years to count as graduated. Um, Our TCAT centers are doing tremendous work at almost 95% graduation rate for real. Plumbers, electricians, people, you know, kids like that. The biggest telling factor in education right now is in the state of Tennessee, 93% of our kids don't qualify to get into the military because they can't pass the physical, the drug, or the written test. That's wow. un- that's unbelievable. So, so th- to me, I think the first thing to do is try to repeal whatever law was put in place before you were up there that mm-hmm. doesn't punish these schools for not graduating these kids. We're working on that bill. Um, th- there's a lot of but things Scott, we need to do, and, and you know, good, Mister York. Excuse me, I was going to say one of the big things, and this this is nothing new, is the quality of teachers. It starts at the top. Mm-hmm. If you're not putting the money out there to get quality teachers to teach kids. Many colleges for years have said that kids are coming to their colleges not prepared to do the coursework. So that's where you got to start. If you get good teachers, you pay them well, and then they are able to transfer the learning to students, then kids are going to move up. So to kind of to kind of address that Mr. York is that's one of the reasons why I'm so focused on K through 3. If you don't get them early and you don't develop the habits and you don't develop the the the, the good learning uh uh environments in our classrooms and the accountability of learning the material you have to learn the material. It's not like we're asking the kids to learn the material. We have to be telling them you have to learn this because 
We're the adults in the room, and we know that if you don't learn this, you're going to wind up incarcerated. Trust me, we have the highest incarceration rate in the state of Tennessee to the point where CoreCivic is asking the state to build another prison. Just let that sink in for a second. We're having to build another prison. And when we screen our inmates for reading levels, women are on a third grade level, men are on a first grade level. Now, and it's kind of an anecdotal joke, there aren't many PhDs in prison. If there are, it's because they figured out a way to game the system and they're trying to, and it, like Bernie Madoff was, was caught for embezzling. So we've got to make sure at the early grade levels that these kids are getting what they need to be successful as they move through education. Because if they don't, if we have a 90% graduation rate and the kids can't do the work in college, we're just setting them up for failure. And let me tell you something. With Tennessee Promise, we're wasting hundreds of millions of dollars for nothing. Scott, I think you um, had something a minute ago showing that uh, in Murray County schools in, at the high school level, uh, only 13% are reading or uh, have language skills and math skills on grade level. You're going to squeeze that out of me, Delk, aren't you? 13%. He's digging Well, hard. you give us the good news, Scott. Give us the bad news. So, that that so, gives the public an informed decision to make. Well, I Absolutely. think people need something concrete. To- so in the latest report card that came out from the state of Tennessee, these are Murray County scores. Um, our success rate of kids in three through five, third through fifth grade, the number of kids that are on grade level in math and English language arts are 31%. In middle school, 6th through 8th, it drops to 215 Is and that a national scale or a state scale? State. Okay. And so then, 31% on the, of the state. No, no, 31% of Murray County, 3rd and 5th yeah, right. graders right. are on grade it's level. A state, it's a state metric, not against nationals, not against Utah or Wisconsin. Right, right. It's just yeah. our, our internal numbers. And then in high school, it goes from 21.5 in middle school to 19.9 in high school. Here's what's really troubling, guys, Ugh. is Pearl Cone High School Yeah, just played for the state championship in football. Mm-hmm. Right, They lost in the, in the state championship, but they played for the state championship in football. Pearl Cone High School... Our metrics, if you have less than 5% of your student population on grade level, it doesn't even pick it up. It just says less than 5%. Pearl Cone High School students, less than 5% of them are on grade level for English language arts and math. Now, if we value education in Tennessee, then I'm assuming that the Pearl Cone High School football team had all of those less than 5% athletes that were playing football. To be eligible. Right. Yeah. When are we going to go back to the day that education was a priority and athletics took a back seat? Now, I've got two boys, and you know my boys are going to play football in college. And my mom, my mom, <laughs> their mom and myself, we constantly remind them of you cannot play football without grades. There you go. You remember Ross Perot in Texas, no pass, no play. And, and we have got to go back. And could you imagine Josh Heupel? Saying that now, if we could get our if we could get our literacy numbers to fifty percent in in third grade, we'd be top fifteen in the country, right? All right. Well, just to contrast, Scott, where's Williamson County? Williamson County is in the sixties. Now think about that, though, right? But hold it, think about that. So it can be done. The, but, I, think but, the, I think the reason the transfer portal has five thousand kids in it right now for football is that you go to college, you can't do the work for a year. 
and then you get kind of stressed and you transfer a new school start over mm-hmm. so there's a lot that it cleans the slate at your new school so you're given a year at your new school to screw up that's right you just screwed up at the other schools that's part of the reason transfer portal makes it easier for kids to go to college and play football because they can transfer when as soon as they get all their grades come in they're not good when you look at williamson county right 60 something percent that means 40 percent aren't on grade level in williamson county who's the best counties collierville Collierville's yeah. at sixty-eight percent. Think yeah, about where, that. Where the but, other ones? Chattanooga, or the, the other good counties. Uh, the here's, most. Here's, uh, they're Germantown, Collierville, uh, uh, Williamson County, and then uh, Bradley County is doing doing very well. Cleveland. Yeah. I wonder how many students at Vanderbilt are academic on the football team. As in, being but they look, but they lose them, all the time. They well, have different right. standards everybody than other beats schools. Up. Everybody beats up on them because they lose. But a lot of the athletes at Vanderbilt are probably very academic. Absolutely. Yeah. They have to be to get in school these days. But, and, that's, and that's what needs to drill down to the common public across this nation. It's just not Tennessee. It's across the nation. It, 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 you're right, Mr. York. It is. It, it is this emphasis. If Josh Heupel, in his first press conference, said that his goal was to win half his football games, we'd run him out of town. Oh, yeah. But if we can get the 50% literacy rate in Murray County, we would be top. We, we, our, our, our state would be top 15. What happened to Prop 48? Remember that? Did that go away? Yes, it did. No, no Child Left Behind went away. Race at the Top went away. The, the answers, and I know Mr. York's been in education a long time. I, I believe in my heart the answers to education are in the past. How did we used to do it? What was the focus, right? The focus was a teacher and the student. The teacher teaching the students the standards that were grade level appropriate, that were based on the foundational principles, and they drilled them over and over and over. We are, and I'm telling you, across education right now, and I, and I study this ad nauseum, we are 100 miles wide and an inch deep. We need the problem, to be, Scott, is still the family. One hundred percent right, Mister York. If I the agree. Family 100%. promotes education, then the kid becomes more successful. We have a number of issues in our society that also caters to kids not learning, but we won't deal with them. If you well, how, how are saying our, the family, just saying the family, there's a lot of dysfunctional families. You got six hundred over six hundred kids in foster care, so that's that's an example. Well, well we, but that, that but hang on though. I mean, how why are Murray County? How are Murray County families so different from Williamson County families? Education levels. Yep. Per capita income. Yeah, the, education the, levels. There, there yeah, used to be there used to be some, some discrepancy there, but it's I definitely think, narrowing. I, I will I will agree with you, Delk. I think that that Southern Middle Tennessee's financial situation with the homes have changed drastically and and our education level in murray county has been has been woeful well well i mean no i'm we're talking about the parents uh you would have to say that it's been rising dramatically in the last few years i mean just you would just by just by looking around yeah remember when and and mr york probably remembers this and and mike you probably remember this in in the days gone by when you had a parent teacher organization meeting right that auditorium was packed Oh, yeah. Now, everybody smoked Marlboros back then, yeah, right? Yeah. But it was packed, and everybody came dressed appropriately, and there were discussions about education being had between parents, the administration, and teachers. And it wasn't adversarial. It was how do we support each other to get the best outcome for our kids. 
parent-teacher organization right now, 10, 15 people show up maybe? No involvement. Question for Mr. York. 72% of African Americans are born out of wedlock. How How do you fix that? How do you fix if the majority of the community is born out of wedlock? I mean, that's yeah. a, that's across the board problem. No, it's not. It's this not is just African Thirteen percent of the population, seventy-two percent of the kids are born out of wedlock. How do you? How do we do? What do we do? Now, just that's, tell us. That's that's not a true statistic. It's I don't know where true. you're getting that stuff from, Ron. Don Most Lemon, look black it up right parents, now. Men are in. I don't care where you're looking it up. It's not. You don't care about statistic. facts. Yeah. That's no, it's not. It's a, that's a lie saying that the black kids cause most problems in the school. I didn't I say have, that. I, you just said that. I, I have. I have a, a person. You're talking about the family the, being a problem, and yeah. And, the Senate. and I have a per, a person that I know that works in the school, and his worst nightmare is catering to parents who are of the majority persuasion. He says he talks to minority parents and there's no problem. Okay. But when you That's talk to the majority, but when you talk to the majority population of this county, there's always a problem with it's the teacher's fault. So people are not taking responsibility, whatever ethnic group they belong to. Well, just, just to, I'm going to wrap this up because I know we're up against a break, but I'm going to say this is we are looking for the silver bullet with families. If you, if you can write the legislation that requires a parent to be a parent and make sure their kids are fed and clothed and worked with at home, I'll be happy to first want to run that bill for you. But It's a violation of their freedom, though. There you go. There you go. There you go. There was no test to become a parent, and there's no test to have to be a parent. No, but it, it, still, I don't see the dramatic difference between Murray County families and population and Williamson County families and population. I, I, I don't. I, and Could be getting better for Murray with, with the people moving. There, right, but, right. Yeah. We, we've, but, 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 Del, there are 17 cities across the state of Tennessee and, and one of the issues that are poor cities, and one of the things is community involvement, community development. And these cities are not producing good patriotic citizens. Agree. Yeah, I, agree. I agree with that. There we go. Yeah, Brittany Griner's next. Brittany uh, Griner. Yeah, we're going to talk about her on the other side. <laughs> Let's take that break, Mike. That was a bad This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Merry Christmas from Tillis Jewelry. We know how busy the holidays can be, so for your convenience, we're extending store hours for the holidays. We will be open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Looking for that special gift? We have a wonderful selection that I'm sure you will find the perfect gift, from diamonds to gemstones or maybe even a gold necklace. Tillis Jewelry is owned and operated by Rick, custom designer, and Terry, registered gemologist, assuring you the best jewelry value and expert service. For the latest information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. Have you been injured in a car accident? Are you still in pain? Untreated whiplash injuries to the spine may lead to future conditions, such as neck pain, low back pain, and headaches. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating these conditions before they get worse. Our accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater and make zero payments for 12 months. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Tennessee. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Hi, this is Julie Beck in Columbia, Tennessee. Join us for Center of Hope's annual New Year's Eve Mule Drop in historic downtown Columbia. Raise a toast to the new year with great music, fireworks, and confetti cannons full of wishes for the best new year ever. This event is free to the public. VIP tickets with proceeds to the Center of Hope are two for $130 or one for $70 and include party favors, finger foods, and two drink tickets in the Magnolia Room over Southern Tray Restaurant. Listen to the broadcast and join the party at the Magnolia Room or go out to watch the live events on the square. To get VIP tickets, go to TicketTaylor.com. The Center of Hope helps victims of domestic violence, rape, and stalking. Special thanks to our sponsors for making this possible. Baxter Family Management, Family Advantage Credit Union, Experience Murray, and more. Okay, three dudes with a view, Tuesday edition. I am dude number three, Delph Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Delph. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Delph. Good morning, everybody. You know Gremlin beat Vanderbilt, huh? In basketball? Oh, wow. They beat Tennessee, too. We put... We put the Etosh on Vanderbilt. Y'all, y'all, all right. y'all, y'all took down Tennessee and Vanderbilt all in the same season. I don't know if we beat Tennessee. You did. No. You did a couple of weeks ago in Nashville. That's pretty good. In men's basketball? In men's basketball. Men's basketball. Yes. Good for them. We beat Colorado, too. 
Wow. And Colorado beat Tennessee. How many students? Well, let's Yeah, see. that that's what it was. I apologize for sure. You're exactly right. That's what it was. Regular special yeah, guest cool. dude, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How are you? Good morning, Columbia. Good morning. Folks, we've got uh, a tragedy. I mean, more than a tragedy. A we, We're getting word that a uh, Murray County Sheriff's deputy uh, was killed uh, while doing a traffic stop or something, or some kind of stop of a vehicle out on Hampshire Highway. It was, it was Highway 43 there at the Williamsport Pike exit. Right. And so our thoughts and prayers go out. We don't have any further information right now. Sheriff Rowland is holding a press conference at nine and so as soon as i leave as soon as we get off the air here i'm going to head out to the uh sheriff's office and get more details as to what happened um but our our prayers to this family uh and our thanks for the service of this deputy sheriff we don't know we don't know any details we don't know you know, if this was just an accident or if there was a drunk driver involved or what have you, uh, we just we just don't know. We'll get we'll get more word on that maybe this morning uh, at the press conference. Uh, Ron Hart, your column this week is on go woke, go broke. Uh, yes, sir. We're bit Brittany Griner too. We can talk about that. But go woke, go broke basically traces all these woke companies like Twitter, which went under FTX, which is that Brinkman Freed guy, <clears throat> thirty-two billion in value now zero. Disney stocks down sixty percent. Facebook's down sixty percent. So basically, what I try to overlay is if you try to have a woke agenda, you're no longer a corporation or a business. Your stockholders suffer. You can't be out social. You can't be social justice warriors with some BS uh, social agenda and really you know, run a business. Run your business. If you want to do social work, do it on your own time. But these companies are doing this. Uh, you know, Disney, for example, and uh, et cetera. So you know, the, 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 the outliers have really been crushed in the, in the stock market, and the shareholders have suffered for this for this vanity project that they call wokeness. And what they tend to do, and I sit on a lot of boards and places that do these things, instead of talking about the numbers and their earnings and their revenues for the quarter, they want to talk about they hired a non-binary, you know, uh, uh, cross-dresser to be head of human resources. They pat themselves on the back for that. And we hired our first, you know, albino, uh, you know, mid midget to be in charge of, uh, you know, uh, diverse. I mean, it, it, these are the things they do to instead of focusing on the numbers. And, and once the business gets that far afield, of, of their really core re- reason for being in business, which is to be, you know, make money and employ people, then they they become a joke, and, and the, the woke is a joke. So. Is that why that Disney, is that why Disney brought Iger back, Ron? Perhaps, yeah. I mean, I say jokingly, and the you know, they kept changing all the Disney movies. I say jokingly in the in the deal, you know, the Prince and Snow White, the Prince kisses Snow White, and they said it was inappropriate because he kissed her during her sleep without her approval. I said, as a result, the, the, the Snow White dies. <laughs> you know, you just kissed her and she came alive. So, I mean, it, it, the silliness of it all, you know, trying to do the woke agenda around Disney cartoons of the 40s and 50s that are part of our culture, it, it, it's silly. I mean, it really it really has gotten gotten ridiculous. And, and they tried to apply that. DeSantis kind of threw an inside fastball and brushed him off the plate in Florida. Uh, kudos to him for doing that. I think they've embraced DeSantis, Iger has, 
And I think what you know, it's it, it just like a foundation or a, a, a college, a university. If you let the leftists over a period of time, leftists get in charge and things drift left and they're ineffective. There you oh, go. You're so full of it uh, with that diatribe of stuff that you're trying to sell to the public. You're you're one of the folks that Jamie Diamond talks about as the crackpots that's in in leaning you've to never, the right. Mr. Yo, you've never your, your thing the fact is about. I've said is being wrong. You, you say your, a lot, your, like, like you, you don't even want to deal with facts. Your Everything thing I said is, to about, is, is your not thing down sixty percent. Bottom line, with what, no what lie? So you, your you thing is facts about bottom line. With no social responsibility of a corporate, a corporation no social has social responsibility to the constituents around which they are making a profit. And and if you be befall that, that's wrong. They they shouldn't be in business if they don't want to help their community. They help their community by by making a profit, paying taxes, and employing people, staying in business. There's more. There's more to just paying taxes and 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 and. and I just state the facts, the Mr. That you Yoy. Talk facts about. are a stubborn thing. You don't like facts. I know how you don't you like facts. You never come up with facts. You you are from a business perspective. Is that everything make, I said? Make a money you never, at all costs. Never cost. just, make a dollar show for three at years. all costs. Making money at all costs is well, not what we've made been this doing this show great. for three years, Mr. York. You've yet to find a fact that I said that wasn't true. Because it's all satirical. Yeah, Mr. York. Mr. York. No, face, Mr. Facebook. York. Facebook stocks down sixty six percent as a result. Stocks go up, stocks go down. As down, a result, stocks go up, as, stocks go down. As a result, Facebook has laid off thousands. Are you happy about that? Well, a lot of companies have laid off thousands. Well, I'm not happy about it, but it happens. It happens when you make poor decisions. Twitter. It's it's not about them doing. And, and upkeeping the social responsibility. It's just like it's my one-sided thing. They're not out At there. At one time, they were doing all kind of things to help all the community in which they draw profit. But then they stopped doing it. And when they stopped doing it, it hurt the community. And when they go woke, they have to lay off people because their yeah. business model you know, doesn't succeed that's anymore. That's not necessarily the case. I look at all these companies. Community. They've all laid off. Uh, well, we're doing pretty good right now. Biden's got the inflation rate down to seven point one percent. You know, <laughs> all gas has gone down. Down so from buck ninety where he got it right now. Is it going down from a buck ninety where he inherited it? Buck ninety. The buck ninety when about about the time he took office, he, I saw as low as well. He's 90. not cutting deals with Saudi Arabia, so it might have been buck ninety. I don't remember. <laughs> Not cutting deals with Saudi Arabia, uh, but he did with Venezuela. All right, Ron. Yeah, your bottom line is just bottom line is about money, and that's all you think about. You live and breathe on money. Yeah, you got to uh, have money to live. I understand that, but when you put the dollar above all types of humanity, that is all type. What a dramatic wrong. statement! Dollar above all types of humanity. I, and you know, if you if you can't pay the if you can't pay the employees, then what good's it doing? It's not good. You know what I'm saying, community. you know, it's important, but yeah, you got to be able to pay your employees. Like we ought to raise the the minimum wage in Tennessee from seven dollars and twenty five cent an hour to fourteen dollars an hour or fifteen dollars an hour. They'll Why do we continue people. to do that? They'll fire people. Yeah, <laughs> they'll lose jobs. They'll raise prices. You talking about seven point one 
of inflation, that goes to 9, 10, 11, 12. There's no free lunch. You can't write. The the, the market price is labor, Mr. That, that's the real response to everything Mr. York's saying. There's no free lunch. And uh, everything runs saying the market sets the rate. There ought to be some things to regulate some some of these companies. Yeah, the government should set, set the rates. rates. The government's done a great job of just setting rates and doing things. All right, let's talk about Brittany Griner. If the government didn't get involved, we wouldn't have a good country based on economics. That patriot that we swap for arms dealer, the merchant merchant of death, death, boot. Yeah. Yeah. What about, did you have another column on uh, Brittany Griner? Yeah, it it comes out today. It was a little bit late. But Brittany Griner, the trade for this victor of, of, what is it, boot, whatever, this this, uh, merchant of death. You know, I heard about the trade, Brittany Griner, the WNBA player, and I I thought it was a terrible trade. Bot's a much better outside shooter and rebounder. <laughs> <laughs> well, Trump had a chance to get him out, but didn't take the deal. Who? Wait, Mr. Whalen? Uh, you don't know that. Uh, I, it, you know, his I think national there's, security there's been a person. Policy his, we don't get shaken down. We don't, there's been a longstanding policy in Washington that we don't, you know, we don't take extortion. For, for our people, so I guess he may, maybe kept that going. I don't Man, know. I, Trump... that, 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 when the Pueblo got captured, when I was in the military, they took a deal and they got those people out of North Korea. I don't want to hear that. We don't cut a deal. We cut deals all the time. Man, I think this is state. Read, read the policy of the State Department and other places that we don't. We I don't, don't if you, care. If you start what you doing read. that, then, then Americans are at risk all over the world of being kidnapped. That's why we got hostage. more than 100 in, incarcerated in different prisons across the world. Yeah, we we choose Brittany Griner to get out, not he's a Marine. A, the, he's a dishonorable discharge ex-Marine. You know, he's not a hero. He he got indicted for larceny, and he went to work for a company. Unfortunately, he has the profile of being a, a excellent spy. If you want to think about it, well, someone who's, for us, right? who's been abused by his country, and then go to another country and gather information, you know, it might be more to the story than you really know, Ron. Who, who is he gathering information for? Do, do send me that link. I, well, I'm curious about Wasn't Bo Birdall a deserter? Yeah. Who got people in his company killed looking for him? And we made that trade. Yeah. We also made the Iran. Uh, we sent pallet, pallets full of cash to the Iran That's uh, right. for, the, for the nuclear deal. But, uh, Obama did that. Brittany Griner was an athlete earning a living in Russia, and Russia used her as a pawn. But she also that's broke just, the law. That's just a fact. She also broke the law. She was earning a living in Russia. Was she was she, was she, was she a Phoenix uh, basketball player in the United States? Yeah, but they, most of these basketball players go to different foreign countries to earn some additional money. I agree. That, you know, having pot on you is is you know, as a minor crime. I get it. She was a pawn. I get that piece. But you know, Marines and people that are over in prison over there been there a lot longer than her. She was LBGQT, whatever it was. They're just pandering. And it's interesting. They did it right after the Georgia State uh, Senate runoff with Herschel and, and Warnock. Yeah. If you're proud of it. Why don't you do it before that? Yeah. Well, you you are you at the, the whims and whams of Russia or Putin. Putin said no, and he decided to let her go. So if the deal was on the table, if the deal was on the table for any American, I would have taken it. The brunch of death. The guy here's a, here's the Biden administration who's against guns, against the Second Amendment, doesn't want us to have guns. Yet they released the most prolific gun dealer in the history of mankind on the world. Don't talk to me about gun control. Well, you know, 
gun control, I can talk to you about gun control all I want, but Biden made a, a smart decision in getting an American who had done nothing <laughs> out of Russia. For the merchant and of if death, the if guy you would have been over there, if you would have been over there, would you want to be released? If you would have been over there for what you for, for what Brittany Griner did, be released, would you want to be released? Would you want to be released and release a guy who will kill hundreds of maybe hundreds of thousands of people in the future about trafficking guns worldwide? The guy had six more years why on do you his think term. Grinder had nine years you, facing her. That Putin was a good deal. Back? Why do you think Putin wanted him back? I don't know why he wanted him back. I guess he's one of his henchmen, you know. But the guy had served all but six years. Griner was facing nine years. So that was a good trade as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder what Putin would give us for, say, uh, the the uh, artist formerly known as Kanye. Uh, yeah. I think they, trade Hunter, they should have traded Hunter Biden for her. Yeah. Hey, um, I think Brittany Griner, to be fair to her, she was she was basically tortured into a confession where they, they put her in a room and played a United States national anthem to her three times in a row, and she broke down. Yep, that's what yeah, happened. Another lie, Ron, another lie, Ron. Yeah, joke. Continue to, c- continue to fester the lies. You know, you got a lot of people in Columbia probably believe that crap. It's a I don't joke. Think they're, they're Why don't you say it's you. a joke before you say it? <laughs> it's a joke. You know that. Yeah, you know the the national anthem's racist, right? No, no. She she would kneel for it. So that that you bring an American back. Person has the right to kneel and respect whatever they want. That's not disrespecting the country. They're disrespect. They they have their own personal beliefs. You're a libertarian. You got your own personal beliefs. What's wrong with you adhering to them? If you don't like the United States, don't expect the United States to bring you back from Russia in a private jet. Okay, well, folks. If you don't like the United States, don't run for office like Trump did. Find us on Twitter at, at WKOMWKRM, at WKOMWKRM, one word, on Twitter. Have a good day, folks. Twitter's free in the world, and we're going to get on the ride. Try to love one another.